Well, hey, hey, what is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 81. And today we're going to be talking about a pretty hot topic right now. And it's about how Amazon is removing product reviews. Uh Oh, what are we going to do? Well, I'm going to share five tips with you that will help keep yours and kind of some of the best practices, because I kind of knew this was coming. I think we all did. And if we didn't, then we weren't really paying attention. But uh, it's like anything, guys. I mean, if you go out there and you try to manipulate the system, there's going to come a time that they're going to crack down on certain things. And that doesn't mean that reviews are going away. It's just maybe about how you go about them and how you actually acquire them. And then also how you tell the people that are reviewing your product as far as about giving you an honest review that that disclaimer and stuff has to all be in there. But we're going to talk about all that stuff. Before we do, I just wanted to say thank you so much again for tuning in and listening. And Brody thanks you. He's uh, again sitting here sleeping. He just moved actually. He was snoring right below me and then he moved over and uh, went into his bed because uh, well, he's tired. He works hard you know, on this Amazon business. Uh, <laughs> and uh, again, if you guys have not checked out the shirt, Brody is featured on the shirt. If you want to go check that out, you can head over to the amazingseller.com forward slash shirt. And uh, once again, any uh, proceeds from that shirt go to a charity and you can check all that out there. And also I wanted to mention here before we dive in, I wanted to just say thanks to everyone that's been coming out to my live workshops. Uh, Really, really enjoying these and it's just really nice to be able to connect live and answer live questions, but also kind of go through my five phases, which I'm really kind of tweaking, you know, the, the content. I'm really trying to make it more focused and really just trying to make it so it's easier to digest. And I've gotten a lot of feedback from people that are saying that it's been really, really helpful. So if you have not been able to attend one of them, or even if you have, and you want to come back, you guys know that it's a great time and we hang out at the end and we talk and, you know, we do some live Q and a, um, you can head over to the amazing forward slash workshop. And again, that's the amazing forward slash workshop. And you can go over there, register for the next one and we can hang out and figure this whole thing out. All right. So, uh, yeah, really love to have you. All right. So let's go ahead and dive into this topic today, right? And I really wanted to do this because I've seen a couple threads started inside of the TAS Facebook group. And uh, I wanted to really address these because it's something really important. And I knew that this day was going to come and it really just hasn't been now. It's happened before. I actually, when I was starting going back over eight months ago now, one of my competitors, I believe had about 250 reviews And I was new. I only had like 10 or 20 at the time. So I really wanted to try to catch up. And one day I woke up and I looked at his listing because I was always, you know, kind of monitoring things as you should be. And I noticed he only had 115 or 120 reviews. He got like like over 100 reviews had been wiped. And I just thought to myself, they must have seen something fishy within his account. So they went ahead and they wiped him out. So that's what you need to understand, first off, is that Amazon can do that any time that they want, right? That's It's their playground, and we're just playing in it, okay? So just understand that, but I do think that there's some best practices that you could do, but I also want to bring this up. When you're initially going through the launch phase, okay, when you're starting to take your product and you're getting it ready to launch or you're launching it. Your first thing is getting reviews, right? We all know that, right? Getting reviews is going to help your product convert to a sale, okay? That's what a review is really there to do. It's to help the person looking at it feel comfortable and trust that the product is good 
and it also will allow them to see what people have said that they don't like. Okay, so reviews are definitely a conversion mechanism. So they're very, very important. Okay, it's not just about the number, it is also about the quality of those. But in the beginning, when you're first starting, and I'm a big fan of this, is just getting a base set of reviews. Okay, and what you need to be in the mindset of is if these reviews should go away in six months, it's okay. It's not gonna be a big deal. You're not gonna be like, I just spent all this money trying to get these reviews and I did all these different blasts and I spent thousands and now all of a sudden those are gone. Yeah, you might have made some extra sales because of those reviews up to this point, but then they're all gone. So you really need to think about that moving forward and that also means anyone out there that's thinking about going into a very competitive uh, you know, space because you will be doing blast after blast after blast. It's just the way that it's going to work. You're always going to be trying to, you know, compete with the next, you know, seller. And the way to do that is to get more reviews. So this way here, you look like you're more of an authority, you know, for that product. Okay. So just keep that in mind. If you're going to go down the road of something that I call the 10 by 10 by one, which those of you that are new, it's basically 10 units sold per day at $10 profit for one product. So there's your 10 by 10 by one. That equals $100 profit per day. So that's kind of like the thing I like to teach. I teach that on the workshop. I also have mentioned it here on the podcast. It's really just an easier way to think of things, right? If you get five products up and running, you're talking and they're doing that 10 by 10 by one, that's 500 bucks a day. You know, that's 15 grand a month. So that's really just an easy way to think about it. But it's not about that. That's not what I'm talking about here. What I'm talking about here, I'm getting a little off track here. You guys know I do that quite often, is about the reviews. So let's talk about this real quick. And I'm going to I'm going to address uh, one of our members, and uh, I'm going to try to pronounce your name right. It's Fa Sebi, F-A-W-S-E-B-Y. So Fa Sebi. I hope I pronounced that right. I probably didn't. And you guys all know I'm terrible at pronouncing names and, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. So I apologize. But you're going to get the message here. So uh, they write, hi, TAS team. I woke up this morning to some good news, which was I made 34 sales on a Monday, which is always our worst day. Bad news is 41 of my reviews have been wiped out. And they've got like triple explanation points. I'm down from 132 reviews to 90. Has anyone had this happen to them? All of them were verified. Has anyone had this happen and how did they solve it? Or how did you solve it? Thanks. And I just want to address this before I even read any of these comments because I'm going to read a few of these. But basically, it's really kind of simple. There's a couple of different reasons why this can happen. One is if you are getting reviews, obviously if you're getting paid reviews, that's a no-no. They're going to figure that out because it's kind of like they're going to see the source of the reviews. So that's a no-no. Um, but I don't believe that that's what you did here. You might have just did a traditional blast of some kind to an email VIP list. And if they did not write in there that they uh, that they received these as a free promotion or as a discounted promotion, then that's going to be a signal. Or if they were just really boring, basic reviews. That's another reason that I believe that they could get wiped out because let's say that they just said great product, right? So maybe just a one-liner or a two-word, you know, review, right? So that could have been it. So there's really no, no way to know for sure, but these are just what I'm coming up with as reasons why. One of the biggest reasons right now is, you know, the, the disclaimer in there, putting the disclaimer in there saying that it's been, you know, discounted for your honest review, and most, 
you know, most uh, blast services or VIP email lists or whatever you use, they're usually, you know, educated on that. And a good list will be educated on it because that is part of the terms of service. It's got to be there. All right. So just understand that. All right. So I just wanted to kind of put that out. Now, um, a few people said, you know, contact Seller Central or technical team will, you know, get back to you in a few days. They're not going to really have much to report to you because there's probably a filter of some kind or a team that's going around and just spotting these and then just delete, 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 you know? So there's really not a lot I believe you're going to do through Seller Central. And again, if you've done any blasts, if you've done any of that stuff, then that's your reason. I mean, it's not that you shouldn't do these, but I'm a believer that you should do these as a base set of reviews to get yourself your base. So now you can start running pay-per-click internally in Amazon to start getting sales through keywords, which then in turn will get you sales organically. And then those will also turn into organic reviews that are verified and they are, you know, legit, Okay, so not saying that a review service isn't legit because they are, but they use the code. But if you have a review that they didn't use a code and they bought through a pay-per-click, they have record of that kind of stuff. That's kind of like in their algorithm somewhere, I'm sure. Okay, I mean, I don't know for sure, but I'm kind of like, you know, surmising it because it just makes sense. But if you just think about it in common sense that, you know, this is probably the reason. So again, your base reviews to me, your 25 or even 50 reviews, if you need them, they're just to kind of get things going. And then if you lose them in six months, it's not a big deal because those were just kind of like your base, your thing to kind of get on the map, to get your conversion started. So you can start getting regular sales. All right. Um, so um, Rob Fortney says, uh, the review game is coming to an end. I saw a post yesterday showing how they are data mining connections with Facebook friends somehow to take away any friend reviews. Interesting. I haven't heard of that, but you know what? Rob might be onto something. Again, there's a lot of speculation we can do, but in the end, just do what you know is right and you'll be fine. Right? I mean, it's, it's, it's the same thing. I mean, building uh, like a blog with, uh, you know, that you want to start ranking a blog on Google right? I mean, you may or may not know this, but you know, if you get a lot of links going to a blog, it's going to rank better because Amazon's or uh, Google is going to look at it and go, Oh, this must be a pretty popular, you know, blog because there's a lot of different sites linking to it. So what did, what did bloggers do? They found that out and they started pointing all of these really spammy links to these and it was working for a little while. And then guess what? One day they woke up and their sites weren't ranking anymore. It's the same idea, guys. I mean, we can speculate, but the bottom line is, is be, you know, white hat about it, you know, do things by the book, but doesn't mean you can't use the review game here as just a way to kind of give you a little bit of a lift in the beginning, but not in the future. You know, that's not a long-term play, you know, for, for me anyway. Um, and I hope not for you. So, um, I'm just going to read a, a couple more here. Um, let's see here, Rob or, uh, Foss, uh, were commenting and said, hi, Rob, none of my reviews were shady at all. The only thing I can think of is maybe some of the promo reviews didn't mark that they got them for a discount, but it would have been anywhere. It wouldn't have been anywhere near 40. So that's interesting. Um, no, really, again, there's really nothing that we can say for sure, but there's obviously something there that triggered that. Um, but Definitely, if you've used any type of review services, that's probably going to be something. But again, we can't really say for sure. But what we can say is, if you do things naturally and organically, it should it should uh, you know go ahead and and be okay. And you can't really stress about this stuff, guys. You got to just do what's right and move on. Um, 
Chris Waldron says, yep, saw some removed and had some of my reviews removed, went back and looked at Amazon's emails and didn't write the disclaimer clear enough. Ah, so Chris says that that was one of the reasons. So there we go. He got a response back. Okay. Um, so let's see, I'm going to go back and, um, I'm not going to announce any services that people use. They did comment in here. And if you guys want to go over to the actual page, I'll put the link to this particular thread that I'm reading right now. I'll put it in there. And if you guys want to read it, that's fine. But I'm not going to put any services in here because I don't believe I should. Uh, but um, just any of the services out there that are doing this, there's always a risk, guys. Again, it's it's a way for you to uh, boost yourself, you know, coming, you know, right out of the gate. To, so that way there you can start getting organic. So let me just um, let me just scroll down a little bit here because I had one more. Uh, okay, here's another member that posted in a separate post that is, woke up this morning and noticed over 10 reviews for my product are gone. I guess Amazon's new algorithm is at work cleaning house. Looks like the one-liner reviews disappeared, but there's no way to confirm why they were removed. Anyone have any similar experience? And then another member post says, did you get the reviews in exchange for a discounted product? All of my reviews are there. I'll let you know if anything changes. And then the original poster says, yes, most of them are discounted in exchange for reviews. Um, and then another member says, I had 30 missing. It sucks, but it is what it is. That is true. And then uh, let's see here. And then another member says, the reviews for a discount are fine. They are looking for any relationships with the reviewer, Facebook friends, et cetera. So there is a thing there with Facebook friends, I'm sure. And I'm also thinking if there's any Facebook review groups that are known out there, they're probably going to start having, you know, almost like a list of these Facebook groups and then they'll cross-reference and all of that stuff. Um, Chris Schaefer posted in here. I didn't know that he posted in here. Let me give a little shout out to Chris Schaefer, uh, my buddy, my uh, my partner in crime in my workshops. He actually helps me with a live Q&A and he helps run my chats and he also helps in the private label classroom. So Chris posts a little comment here and says, discount and giveaway reviews must have full disclosure that the item was received in exchange for review. Chris, great advice, buddy. Uh, yeah, so Chris is 100% right, and that's kind of what we've already said. Uh, so yeah, I, I can keep going here. Uh, just, I mean, there's a lot of different comments and stuff going back and forth, but bottom line is, is you have to include disclosure and just keep in mind the purpose that you're using these for. I can't say that enough. Don't be like all like distraught about it. It's, it is what it is, right? It's kind of like what one of the members said. It is what it is, right? So um, let me just give you five tips that are going to help, I guess, moving forward for you. Uh, so this way here, you can, number one, have the right mindset and kind of like the right plan moving forward, all right? So one is understand that when you launch the review process and kind of like the purpose, right? So just understanding that, which we've kind of already talked about. So one is just understanding what the, the initial launch reviews are used for and to just tell you once again, they're used for social proof. They're so they're 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 there to show people that it's not just a, a listing that was brand new. It's a way for people to see stars next to your listing when you're doing pay per click. So just understanding that will make it so much easier that if you do this and you lose 25 reviews, you're not like, oh my gosh, what happened? You're gonna like, okay, I, I know what happened and I kind of expected that. I built it in. And if it doesn't happen, if it if you don't lose those reviews, well, cool. But if you do, you're not like, you know, blown away by it, okay? Two, and this was here, we already talked about this, but again, it's worth mentioning, have your reviewers put the disclaimers in there. Now, I've had some people say, I've used these services, and some put the disclaimer in and some don't. 
Should I contact them? And the answer is, no, I don't really think that you should. I mean, if you want to, you can, but I wouldn't go through the hassle. Again, thinking about these as a way for you to get reviews, to get the ball going, and then you can start getting your organic reviews. That's really what it's about, guys. It's about getting the organic reviews over time, okay? Because they're going to stick, because they're legit, right? I mean, not that the ones that you're giving away aren't legit, but Amazon is finding that people are manipulating their system, so they're going to clean it up. It's just the way it's going to work, all right? So three, don't rely on review groups, period. Find other ways, okay? And the other way is to not focus on just review groups to get your reviews. In the beginning, yes, that's fine, but moving forward, no. So don't rely on them. Don't take all of your your, uh, reviews and just get a bunch of ones that you give away for a discount so you can get reviews. And that's like your entire structure. It's kind of like don't put all your eggs in one basket type of thing, right? So don't do that. Four, focus on organic sales. And let's talk about this for a minute, okay? If you just focus on getting your base reviews, then you can focus on Amazon pay-per-click. And in Amazon pay-per-click, it's going to help you drive sales. When you ha- when it helps you drive sales, you're going to A, rank for keywords because now you're being found through keywords through pay-per-click. And when you, when you uh, have a customer that buys through that keyword, it's going to help you rank. And then what happens when you rank? You make more sales. And then what happens when you make more sales? You get more reviews organically. And then those will stick. Okay. And the other thing you can do to focus on getting more sales is price. And some have argued to not you know, do a price thing to, uh, you know, to boost your sales or to, you know, try to, uh, you know, outdo your competitor or whatever. But in the beginning, it might be something that you need to do because what's the difference? If you give away a product to a review group for $1.95, or if you price your item at $9.95 when you should be charging $19.95, I would rather do that the long-term play because this way here, you, all you did was lower your price. You got someone that wasn't just buying it to review a product. They were doing it naturally and organically, just they were buying it by price. So I've recently done this. I took uh, one of my items that was selling for 19, uh, like 19.99, just about 20 bucks, and I wanted to spike my sales. It, you know, summer's a little bit slow, so I wanted to just boost my sales without doing a review kind of group blast thing, because I don't want to do that on this product right now, because I've already done one a long time ago, and I haven't really had to do one since. So... What I decided to do is let me just lower my price, really spike the sales, and then I can start getting organic reviews again, and then from there, I can just kind of continually push the sales, and I did that. I lowered it to, I believe the first time I lowered it was uh, $16.95, and I immediately jumped. I almost doubled my orders in a day, all right? So I went from like, you know, 50 uh, or 45 or 50 at the time to where it was like, you know, like almost 80 or 90. So it wasn't quite double. It was just under double. It was crazy, right? So I did that just by lowering the price. Then I said, okay, I don't want to keep it this rate. So I'm just going to push it up again. I'm going to bring it, I'm going to bring it back, but not as much. I'm going to go $2 up. So I just brought it up $2. I was still $2 less than I was charging before. And this, and the, the sales were still 20% higher. And now recently after prime day, which you guys all heard me talk about on that bonus car cast that I did is, uh, you know, I, I really went after, uh, you know, trying to price it so I could keep my inventory in because now after Prime Day, my sales went through the roof and then all of a sudden I had to slow things down. So then I was using price to slow things down. So price is a huge thing for sales, whether it's not getting enough sales or getting too many sales. 
So price is something you can definitely play around with, but when you play around with that, Amazon's not going to discredit the reviews that are coming in from the ones that you got at that lower price at all because it's just something that you lowered price and they bought naturally. So just keep that in mind. Price is definitely something that I would play around with. I would test. And I always say test because so many people will do it for a day and then that's it, you know? Do it for a couple days, do it for a week, whatever, but give it something that you can measure, all right? So that's number four, focus on organic sales. Trust me, that will pay off, okay? All the way around, ranking for keywords and for getting sales uh, to boost your your, uh, rank, but then also to get reviews. Five, the fifth one here is use a good follow-up sequence, okay? So basically what this means is when you have a sale, don't just let Amazon do the follow-up, okay? You go ahead and you either manually do it, so you'd have to go in at each order. So if you're just starting out and you want to do this manually, you got five orders a day, you would just go into your seller's central account and you would go ahead and you would email those people and you would let them know, thank you. For your order and you might want to send them a PDF of some kind of a guide, a free guide to let them know what's coming and kind of give them some tips on what they're going to do with it once they get it kind of thing. And then from there, after it's been delivered, you would want to go ahead and then follow up with that. Say, hey, I hope everything arrived okay. Let me know if there's any problems. And then after that, maybe seven days after that, follow up once again and just say, checking back in again. I know you've had it for about a week now. I just want to make sure it's everything that you've uh, that you've thought it was going to be or that you thought it was going to be, and uh, you know everything is great. And if it is, if you could leave us uh, some feedback and review, that would be awesome, right? So that's how you do that. That's how you're going to get organic you know, sales, but you're going to get organic reviews, okay? And that's how the more sales you can get, the more reviews you can get organically. Now, once again, you guys all know that I automate that, and uh, I use now currently, I'm using Sales Backer, and that's by Chris Guthrie, and basically that allows me to automate that sequence. Now, if uh, you guys didn't listen to episode 77, I actually interviewed Chris, and we talked all about feedback and reviews, which we haven't touched on feedback because we're not talking about feedback today because we're talking about the reviews that are getting wiped out, but feedback is another huge element to this entire, like, system that we're kind of in this business that we're, we're creating, but feedback and reviews are, to me, they're both very important. But in this case, SalesBacker will allow you to automate this sequence to help you get more reviews and feedback. But in this case, we're talking about reviews. So uh, definitely, definitely, I would suggest using a tool like that. There's other ones out there as well. Feedback Genius, I've used them in the past. Um, They work well. But uh, SalesBacker right now, to me, has more features. And it's also something that I know because I've been talking to Chris and I've I've gotten to know him. Uh, I know what he has planned in the future. And this is definitely built for the private labeler. Uh, He's also given you, my my audience, uh, a 60-day free trial and unlimited emails for like 60 days without even a credit card. So really, there's no excuse not to use it if you don't have a current sequence or a automated sequence delivery system. Uh, you can check that out at theamazingseller.com forward slash reviews, and you'll get that 60-day free trial and the unlimited emails and stuff. And you can always email him. He's really, really good about getting back to people and just, he likes to hear what features you want included. They actually have a log of these features that they're going to be rolling out here soon, but kind of like in different orders as far as like what the importance is of them, but really listens to the private labelers 
and that's really what I like about it. So again, if you want to check that out, get your free trial, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash reviews. And again, I want to be 100% transparent. You guys probably know that uh, I would earn a small commission if you went through that link, and that would, again, help to support the show. But of course, if you don't want to, that's fine too. Just go over to salesbacker.com. Totally cool. I want this to be useful for you, and that's why I'm just recommending it because I'm using it, and I think that it's really valuable. So uh, just want to be totally 100% transparent about that. All right, so let's go ahead and recap these five tips so this way here you can hopefully protect yourself from getting your product listing slapped with your reviews being removed, all right? So number one, just understand that in the beginning when you're launching a product, the reason why you're getting the reviews in the first place, your base reviews, okay, and understanding the purpose, all right? So just understanding that, I think then you won't be disappointed if your reviews did get wiped away for whatever reason. Two, have reviewers include the disclaimers, okay? I mean, obviously, you want to be upfront with that and you want to try to get them, but sometimes they're just not going to do it, and that's okay, but just make sure that you're able to let them know that that's what they're supposed to do or the company or the business that you're you know, having reach out there and do a blast or whatever, that their list is trained to put this in there, okay? Three, don't rely on review groups for a long-term play, meaning don't, you know, don't get reviews thinking that they're going to stick, Get them to initially get you going, all right? Four, focus on organic sales. Use pay-per-click and use price. And if you do that, you will be able to get organic reviews that will stick and they will stay for the long term, all right? Five, use a good follow-up sequence. So this way here, you can follow up with your customers and get those natural organic reviews and feedback, but reviews in this sense. And again, if you haven't listened to episode 77, I encourage you to do so. That would be at theamazingseller.com forward slash 77. And we talk in depth about feedback and reviews and we go over some of our campaigns that we're using. So I would definitely recommend checking that out. So that's pretty much it. I really did want to address this though because I know it's timely and I know that it's happening now, but it'll be happening again in the future and there's gonna be other updates and stuff. And just remember this, that you know we're playing in Amazon's you know play yard. It's their place, right? And we're just in there allowed to use it and now we have to conform to their rules. And I've always said, if you just, you know, if you don't think it's right, don't do it. Or if you think something uh, is going to get you ahead, but, you know, for the long term, you're, you're trying to do stuff that's going to get you ahead, but yet you know that it could possibly go away, don't do that for a long-term play, if that makes sense. I think I just confused myself. Um, basically, do things on the up and up, right? And just understand that the reviews in the beginning play a different role than they do you know, as you're building out your product brands, okay, or your products. All right, so that is pretty much gonna wrap it up. I did want to give a little shout out to my iTunes peeps out there because you guys are awesome and you guys really do motivate me to continue to wanna do this show because I know it takes time for you to leave the review on iTunes. And if you haven't left one yet, please, would you do me a favor and go over there and do that? That would be awesome. But let me just go ahead and read one here real quick and give a little shout out to, this one here comes from Sonny Heron, best podcast, all caps, ever, five stars. I just wanted to take a second and let everyone know that I found the Amazing Seller Podcast about two weeks ago. 
In that short amount of time, I am convinced that Scott has taken a topic that is sure to be confusing and really laborious and broken it down into bite-sized pieces that are manageable and he's able to teach others in a very simplistic way. If you have not had the pleasure of tuning in yet, you are missing out. So, Sonny, I want to say thank you so much. I really do appreciate it. And again, guys, I always read these. Um, I just it, it helps me know that I'm reaching you, and it really does mean a lot, and it does help the show. So if you could do that, support the show, uh, support what we're doing here, and uh, head over to iTunes, leave your honest feedback and reviews. If you don't think it's a good show, let me know that too. Uh, you know, hey, it's an honest review, right? Just like Amazon. So yeah, go ahead and do that. That would be awesome. If you guys have not attended one of my live workshop, I encourage you to do that too. I would love to hang out with you for a night. Uh, usually we go longer than expected. The last one I did was just about two and a half hours, almost three hours long. Actually, I think it was like two hours and 45 minutes because I answer a lot of live Q&A at the end and I just like hanging out and talking about this stuff. So if you wanted to uh, register for one of those free events, you can head over to the theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. So that's it. That's going to wrap it up, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. And guys, remember, I'm here for you. I'm rooting for you. I believe in you. And I know that you can make this happen, but you have to. You have to. Come on. Say it with me in your car, if you're running, whatever. Say it out loud. Take action. All right, guys. Take care. I'll see you in the next show.